Hello and welcome to Art Witch, the podcast where creativity, magic, and healing align for personal and collective liberation. I'm your host, Zanetta, and welcome. Art Witch aims to provide resources for creative empowerment, helping folks make and share their art and also find their authentic expression. In this podcast, you'll hear from a variety of artists, witches, and healers, as well as experts in various art industries and related fields, all with the intention of helping folks share their art and their unique magic with the world. everyone welcome welcome to this new moon in Aries I'm really really thankful to gather with you all today to be in connection it's actually been a moment since I've made a podcast episode the last lunar cycle really took me to some very deep places within my own experiences and my own art making and my own public work And I had to really take a moment for myself and to step back. And it was powerful. I'm really glad I did it. I have absolutely no regrets of taking that space. And I share that with you because I want to be very open. I know there's a lot of new listeners to this podcast, and I just appreciate you all so much for joining in this community and in this creative liberation work, but I want to be so open with you all about my own journey and my own process with art making and with making magic. I don't have everything figured out by any means, and I am regularly intuiting what it is that I need and learning more and more and more about myself and my art. And so when I take a step back from this podcast or any other offerings that I share with the public, it is intentional and it is meant to show that there are many ways of being and existing in this world. And my way isn't the only way, but it's just to say that we're all learning and we're all growing and that sometimes that takes time away from the public eye and away from externalized experiences and sharing. So I feel really grateful to be able to share this work openly with you all. I feel like we all heal um, and grow as a result of knowing that there are so many ways to exist. So I hope that if you see me step back or you see me step forward or you see me go diagonally (laughs) that you just know that there's you're in good company if you feel that there are times where you are also in flux and navigating things so this isn't a fixed road is all I'm trying to say and I love doing this podcast in this way because it feels so real and so honest so Thank you all for joining me on this journey, and 
also just the outpouring of support over this last lunar cycle um, for those of you who contacted me on Instagram or just wrote me about some of my most recent posts I just want to say thank you and uh, thank you for checking in with me it really means a lot and I want to get into today's episode because I love a good new moon in Aries. I'm so ready for this new moon, I can't even tell you. As I was mentioning, the last lunar cycle had some really heavy stuff, and this new moon in Aries, and typically Aries season, just feels like a really, really welcomed like ray of sunshine. It's like busting through some clouds honestly and as soon as the new moon um the very prequel hours of the new moon hit you know when when we have different time zones and stuff like that and people are experiencing the new moon a little earlier than those of us here in the states honestly I felt a really large shift for me And I was like, yes, let's do this. Let's absolutely do this. And I think the cards for this lunar cycle's tarot reading really um, speak to this. They're not exactly that, but they speak pretty deeply to um, kind of that ray of sunshine, that energy coming through and rekindling something in us that uh, we need to be reminded of sometimes. You know, it's okay to be reminded at times that we might might need someone else, some message outside of ourselves. I mean, I think that's why many of us go and turn to the cards or connect with a tarot reader or we have our trusted therapists, you know, like we are connecting to the guidance and the support that we need when we need it and the messages um, for this lunar cycle have a lot to say about that so I'm really excited to share that with you all. Before we get started with today's episode I want to welcome all the new members of the Patreon community those of you who joined this art witch sound art magic Patreon community This Patreon community is so near and dear to my heart because it is a bunch of really cool art witches who are meditating together, who are discussing spiritual tools and their own creative endeavors. And we're going to be deepening this work over the next year. This is a community that I really want to support, especially as I reconsider what Instagram and social media is for me and my work. There are just certain things that I know I want to cultivate more. And so a really amazing art witch, Nate Chi, who's an amazing musician, composer, and astrologer, tarot reader, and just creative mystic recommended that we start to connect these podcast episodes and start to explore them and unpack them more in the Patreon community. So we're going to be doing that. We're going to have some prompts, some community dialogues. There's going to be some conversations, some live conversations around these episodes and exploring these topics. 
we're going to have tarot spreads and meditations and videos and different spiritual tools to get into some of the stuff that comes up in this podcast because it's it's a podcast with quite a bit of meat (laughs) you know when we talk about creative liberation it's not just making the art there's so much more that goes into it and it's going to be really amazing to spend the next year basically going through these episodes and deepening our conversations and our exchanges and our learning around these episodes. So what this is going to look like is I'm going to share snippets of episodes, share some of my thoughts and ideas, share some journal prompts that I organically come up with for myself um, around these topics and some tarot spreads, some spells, some tutorials about different things. And we're going to also have like full moon creative coven sessions where we really talk about like some of these aspects of our work and what we're trying to get into. So I hope to really kind of cultivate that community exchange, really cultivate this amazing um, meeting of the minds and to share more ideas and to build more community through this podcast. So Welcome to all the new folks who joined the Patreon. Welcome Rachel, welcome Jenny, welcome Megan. It's so wonderful to be connected with you all. Thank you so much for supporting this work. It's going to be an amazing year and I'm really looking forward to deepening my work in Patreon because I do feel like it's that beautiful vessel, that beautiful container for us art witches to kind of unpack and really learn and learn from one another. As I mentioned earlier, I don't believe I have all the answers at all to any of the questions and topics that come up in these episodes, but I think collectively we can start to piece together a lot of perspectives that support each other in kind of understanding where we are and that we're not alone in trying to make our art or trying to find liberation or trying to own our magic. So I hope you'll join me on there. I'll leave the link in the description below. That's patreon.com slash soundartmagic. And Sound Art Magic is my Instagram handle and it's my website. So you can go and find more information about my artwork and my upcoming events there. But I will probably be putting up quite a bit of stuff over the next several months in Patreon and deepening that community um, and holding it down in that way. So I hope you'll join me on there. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this new moon Aries energy. For those of you who've been listening to the podcast, you know the format by which I read. For those of you who are new, I'm going to share that format now. So this is basically a three card reading. And the first card is what is our invitation for this lunar cycle for our creativity for our creative journey what are we being invited to step into and 
kind of lean into a change, lean into an evolution of sorts. So that's card one. The second card is what disruptions, hindrances, blocks, or challenges might we face around stepping into this invitation? So what might come up that is asking us to dig a little deeper, asking us to face some discomfort or some challenges? So that's card number two. Card number three is what tangible actions can we take to access the energy of card number one? What, what can we literally do? What can we change? What can we do? How can we reframe? What can we actually do that's going to support us in accessing the energy of card number one? So I call this the door lock and the key spread. So card number one is the door, the invitation. Card number two is the lock, the challenge. And card number three is the key or the actionable steps that we are going to take. Considering that creativity is connected to every aspect of our life, it's not separate by any means. We have to kind of put the frame that this is about our art making or our career or what we, you know, depending on if you align your art with your career, but this is about our expression, right? And our creativity and the agency that we feel we have to do and create and feel okay about that process, feel great about that process. So I like to think of it as a process of wholeness that we're trying to access, a process of authenticity, and a process of liberation. Not so much just like, am I making art? Because I do think that that can be rather limiting, especially when we're making sustainable, deep, long-term changes. You know, sometimes those changes don't look like you making your art necessarily, like putting a pencil to a paper or writing a literal song. Sometimes the healing comes from not writing the song or not making the art. And I just want to address also that these readings are meant for creativity and expression. So that can take any shape and form that is true to you. If your creativity is gardening, then let that be what that is and honor it, please. So you're going to have to kind of connect your own authentic mediums, processes, and dreams to this collective reading and use your intuition, please, when listening to this to decide how these messages line up or don't line up for you. Okay. So with that, let's get into the cards. So our invitation for this lunar cycle was honestly just right on time. (laughs) I had to laugh and I feel like it would be helpful to actually preface this reading with a quote that came through a quote from a very 
um, a very wonderful person and friend who inspires me constantly. Um, they shared this quote and I'm going to read it to you now. Our work against violence must be done with joy and song and art to prefigure the world we want. That quote was by Angela Davis, courtesy of my friend, one of the directors at Girls Rock Philly, Sam Rise. They share that quote in a volunteer orientation for those of us who were going to teach at the Girls Rock Philly camp. And I was one of the fortunate folks who got to be an instructor. And that quote has really stuck with me hard. And I'm going to read it one more time because I feel like it deserves a little bit more space. Our work against violence must be done with joy and song and art to prefigure the world we want. This quote is going to be our frame, our context for this reading today. The first card that came through was the Queen of Wands. This is what we're being invited to step into this lunar cycle from April 12th through May 11th. The Queen of Wands understands that the way to true service and I think these, this is just for queens in general, but the way to true service and taking care of our communities is truly taking care of ourselves. The queens bring a certain wisdom that says, when I am feeling well, everything that I do benefits. Everything that I do, every relationship that I'm in, every kind of connection that I make or anything that I offer blossoms through self-love and through self-care. So the idea of centering oneself while typically is framed as being sort of selfish in our society is actually a radical form of collective care and liberation. And I'm not the first person to say this by any means. You can check out Audre Lorde. You can check out so many other folks who do a lot of work around self-care, self-love, and activism. But this Queen of Wands and the Queens in general really understand sustainability. And there is this, I want to say a competence, a skillfulness, um, a mastery of sorts, being able to take care of oneself and create from a place of that authentic centeredness and then share from that place and trust with confidence that that is aligned action. So there's this, I'm going to use the phrase sacred selfishness <laughs> in this. And when we come into the realm of wands, we're coming back to that fire, right? We're coming back to that elemental force of fire, which is being rekindled in Aries season. Fire 
connects desire, it connects passion, it connects creativity, it connects spirit and life force and vitality that moves through us. And so I think about our desires. I think about our pleasures as this card comes up. And I think about what it looks like when we really create from that space. When we really channel our sacred selfishness, when we really do that thing that we really love that's for us, trusting and knowing that it is powerful and transformative and holds space for others to be selfish and make and create in their own ways. This is going to be a recurring theme, especially with the next card that I'm going to bring up, but it's very easy to feel in our society that we're not allowed to take up that space. We're not allowed to do the things that we want to do now. We have to wait till we're trained enough. We have to wait till we've earned enough money or that enough people subscribe to us or that X, Y, and Z happens. If we jump over enough hurdles, then and only then will we be allowed to do the things that we dream about in the deepest, deepest parts of our hearts. And this is not the MO of the Queen of Wands at all. The MO of the Queen of Wands is I trust my passions, my pleasure, my desire implicitly knowing that they are in service. It's not selfish at all to put one's passions and desires first. And I think that's really, really interesting because the second card that came up as the challenge was justice. So here we come through with this beautiful major arcana energy that is asking us to reframe. I'd like to think of the challenge cards as invitations to reframe what we know about a certain kind of spectrum of energies. And in this case, we're talking about justice, truth, balance, but we're also talking about Libra energy because justice often connects with Libra. And in the last full moon, that was the full moon in Libra, which is on that polarity axis with Aries. So they're kind of, quote, on the opposite sides of the zodiacal wheel. And you have this kind of individuation of Aries and then on that kind of far end of the spectrum you have this very aware and cognizant energy of Libra that's aware of relationships aware of our impact on others and our connection to others and how we navigate all that and so we have also this initiatory fire of Aries that is just, it's an impulse, it's a desire, it's like a drive and it's, it kind of hits you and you're just like, yes, okay, I gotta go. And then we have the consideration and the mindfulness and the thoughtfulness and the balance of Libra 
that can come with justice. This also brings into the conversation collective-mindedness, and I mean that in the sense of justice quite literally like social justice. So many things are in our orbit and we are navigating them as individuals. This podcast does not shy away from talking about social justice when we talk about creative liberation because they go hand in hand. They are walking the same path. And in that, it is very easy for us to have our work, have our artwork, our expression, our creative dreams be very intertwined with the energies that are in the collective, that are around us, that are in the moment, that are part of the larger movements. And that's positive in the sense that like we are interconnected and it can also be tricky to navigate because we as individuals do have to create and it is sacred to share what we need to share, how we need to share it for ourselves. And so this this question of for ourselves and for others is a big theme in this particular reading, this cycle. It's a big message. What have we learned about making art? Have we learned that it's selfish? Have we learned that it needs to be in service? Have we learned that it always has to be part of something bigger or for others? How is our art getting wrapped up in everyone else's experiences, needs, desires, rather than our own? So this justice card that comes in as a challenge, card position number two, is truly inviting us to reframe what we know our role is in this kind of collective liberation. What we know our art to be as part of that. And for some folks who are listening, you may be listening to this and thinking, I'm pretty good on this front. I feel like I got this. And that's great. Wonderful. Take that, go for it. For those of you who feel like this is actually pretty hard and is a challenge for you actively, there's some stuff that we can kind of cue into that's coming through in card number three that I think is going to help you kind of access that energy of the Queen of Wands in some different ways. So the card that came through, the card that came through for position three, which is what are the tangible steps we can take or tangible actions or reframes that we can do or access that will help us step into the energy of the Queen of Wands. And this card is the Wheel of Fortune. I love, love, love the Wheel of Fortune card. (laughs) I know I'm not supposed to have favorites, but it's actually one of my favorite cards in the tarot because it is a reminder of the constant of change. It is a reminder of what we have control over and what we don't have control over. It is a reminder 
that we can find our center at all times, no matter what shifting or dynamic energies surround us or our circumstances. It is a reminder that there are different ways of being and that nature inherently shows us that we are much more multifaceted than we are taught. Throughout the seasons of the year, no matter where you live, there are always changes in your environment. There are always things that live and things that die, light that shifts, light that wanes or waxes, temperatures that cool, temperatures that, you know, maybe adjust. There's all sorts of change that occurs around us at all times. And what that speaks to is that there are many ways to exist. There are many ways. So if perhaps, you know, a plant retreats in the winter time, when it's cold, when it's blustery, and then as spring occurs and the light lengthens, then that plant begins to renew again, begins to reemerge, shoots sprout up, rain falls, starts to grow, there's more sunshine, there's pollinators coming through. These changes, these are many, many ways to exist. And so our tangible steps with this Wheel of Fortune card is acknowledging that we can change. That's the first thing. We can and must change. That is part of our lives. That's part of being a creature on this planet. And it's really, really important to access what you need to access when you need to access it. If you need to change something, if you need to access something else, then allow the wheel to spin, basically. Allow it to turn. Let it turn for you, basically. And this pertains particularly to the Queen of Wands because we're coming out of this dormancy of winter, especially those of us who are in North America who are experiencing the seasonal shift from winter to spring. We can look all around us and have examples of the energy that is rekindled, the fire that is lit, and the life that is emerging. And we can tap into that as witches. We can tap into that through the elements, letting the light suffuse your skin, letting it kind of soak up and soak in. It's magic. It's connecting. It's intentionally opening yourself up to what is all around you and is supporting you to make these shifts. So I'm really thinking This Wheel of Fortune brings through seasonality. It's saying we are in Aries season. What does Aries season give you that no other time of the year gives you? This beginning again, this life rekindled, this initiatory energy, this fire that is sparked once again. 
And now applying that to your own life, applying that archetypal wisdom and that collective symbolism and elemental energy, ask yourself, what is an initiatory changing action that you can take? What is something that you can do that allows you to access something else, right? Because if you've been, say, like myself in a place where maybe your art making has kind of been, I'm well, my art making actually has been in a place of um, some pretty good flow. But like before that, I was really kind of more subdued and that was fine. That was perfectly fine. I have no problem with that. And now it's time to lean on the energies of the season, lean on the energies of this time of the astrology and let that support come through for you. So this comes back to also the idea of the wheel and the circumstances and the centering that we can experience with the wheel. Things change, things experience highs, things experience lows. We're now in a gathering period. The energy is gathering. The energy is building. I want to invite you to consider how you can connect to that gathering. Is it by meditating with fire? And is it by like connecting intentionally to that energy of the sun? Letting that energy kind of permeate your being and inform you before you embark on art making. Maybe it's time that you walk in nature and you spend some time in nature really exploring where the energy is gathering and noticing that energy gathering. Noticing each day how the birds are playing with each other and courting each other. (laughs) Knowing how these blossoms are every moment emerging more and more and more that these leaves are just about to push out and be present and come into their being and then I want you to consider this idea of sacred selfishness every single wild creature on this planet has to take up space to thrive has to take up space to basically be a part of this dynamic, beautiful, interconnected world. So in that, each creature is doing what they do, doing it instinctually, living, they're growing, they're mating, they're playing, they're learning, they're doing all sorts of stuff. And we get to do the same thing. That queen of wands comes back to us. We get to create and make and shine in the ways that are authentic to us, for us, knowing that that contributes to a larger global shift. That it's also part of the balance of this wheel of fortune, this whole wheel of the year. It's a balance to be growing and to be creating and to shine. And even if you don't feel that, 
how can you give yourself some of that in even the smallest seemingly you know uneventful way how can you give yourself that little bit of change that little bit of permission to shine your light in a way that you haven't been doing and knowing that no matter what kind of hangups might be around that what other thoughts or perceptions you think are around making those changes knowing that this is a fundamental part of the balance of life and your contribution to this world so I know that this is like a very heavy reading in some ways we've gotten into some deep deep questions but this is truthfully a deep reading <laughs> like the medicine that came through was the queen of wands justice and the wheel of fortune so we have these two major arcana cards and then we have this court card a court card that symbolizes one of the most clearest and most flowing renditions of creativity and expression throughout the tarot like the queen of wands is a figure who is really in their own element making and creating and being proud and taking joy and pleasure in this and knowing the power of that for themselves knowing the impact that that has and trusting that their own impulses that are their own desires however seemingly just for themselves they might be are actually so beautifully in service of a collective dream of liberation and it's so grounded so I hope this message and these ideas and these prompts and these invitations really support your art making and your magic making this lunar cycle I'm going to be doing quite a bit on the patreon with queen of wands this cycle because the queen of wands is just an amazing force to work with it's an amazing energy to tap into especially at times where we don't feel the light or at times when it doesn't feel like we're allowed to do the things that we want to do so I'm gonna read that quote one more time with the Queen of Wands kind of coming through for us our work against violence must be done with joy and song and art to prefigure the world we want. Thank you, Angela Davis. Thank you. Thank you, Sam Rise. And I hope you all have a great lunar cycle. If you have any questions or you want to connect with me further, please go ahead, find me on Instagram connect with me on the newsletter I'll put that down below and I will be opening up readings probably in the next couple months I'm not quite sure what the timing is of that I know I have a lot of work that I'm going to be sending out into the world but if you want to be connected with my sound ritual events which are usually around the wheel of the year and my workshops around sound and around meditation or if you want to deepen into this art witchery work, join me on Patreon. Join me through the newsletter. These are spaces that I'm really cultivating with deep love and intention. 
and I am on Instagram, but I'm probably going to be bouncing a little bit on and off of that platform. And if you like this podcast, I really, really invite you to please go ahead and subscribe. Please leave a written review with you know, your experiences and your insights, it really means a lot. It really brings people to the podcast in a very tangible way and honestly makes it to where I can continue this work. So thank you all so much for joining me this reading and I hope you have a wonderful new moon in Aries. If you enjoyed today's episode of Art Witch, please consider subscribing or writing a review. Each and every little bit helps spread the word to more and more people.